Welcome to the DGen Dads Podcast. It is I, your host, Kyle Wilson. Welcome to the show today. Happy to have you. And of course, I'm joined by my co-host and the one and only, the one who drinks coffee, Chris Coffee. <laughs> What's going on, man? How are you? What's up? Good morning. Good morning. I'm loving the uh, the music vibes, man. I feel like I'm feel like what the seven back in the seventies. Oh yeah, we got to get that. That's what it reminds me, of, man. On, yeah, I, I'm, I feel like I'm watching. I'm watching Stranger Things again. <laughs> Let's go. That's how we do it here on the channel. Heck yeah, man! Waiting for uh, waiting to start seeing it running up that hill next. <laughs> yeah, let me uh, get to chat here. Welcome. Good morning. Hopefully you guys are doing good today. Let me make sure we are live on the channel as well. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think we are good. I think we're good. Yeah, we're, we're Gucci. We're solid, and everything is good. So, Chris, my man, what's been going on in your world as of late? What we have top of the news. We have Sesame Street drama. We have drama in the VV community. We have doodle drama. We have yeah. Arbitrum excitement. AI is taking over the world. SVB <laughs> banks are dumping, pumping, going sideways. We don't even know. We got yeah, lots man. of stuff to cover. Um, we got Dookie Dash, Basie, Backlash, D Gods. We got all of it this morning at the top yeah, of that man. hour or mid quarter hour. But anyways, Chris, what, what's what's on your thoughts, man? Let's get into some of this these topics. Um, you you kind of posted about Sesame Street. So let's start there. What was your thoughts okay. about it? I, obviously, VV, when they rolled it out, uh, everybody got really excited about it. You know, was it good? Was it bad? Um, a lot of backlash in the comments, it seemed like. Uh, what's your thoughts on Sesame Street, the Variety article? Um, yeah. They kind of like announced it via the article. But uh, I'm curious, what's your thoughts? So fun story about this. I read a thread about this on Twitter. I actually made a video, like a response video on the whole situation, and then I didn't post it. And Kyle, as a content creator, I know you know that that's hard to do because it's like you take the time and effort to like make something and edit it. Granted, this was a short, so it took me a little less time. And uh, I, I decided not to post it. And, and the reason being is at the end of the day, people are still really hurt, you know, and um, whether that do be due to their own like not really knowing like what an nft is and not really knowing like the environmental impact or or whatever at the end of the day they are still hurt so i don't always agree with like responding to like fire with fire you know like anger with anger so i wrote like an educational thread at least from like an environmental perspective uh the fact that sesame street has marketed funkos uh, and then I know it's been going around a lot, but Funkos did just decide to uh, put $30 million worth of Funkos into a landfill. Environmental impact on that is significantly more than a 99.9% .9 carbon neutral chain, which is Immutable X. You can actually go to Immutable X and look at exactly how each transaction is affecting the environment. So from an environmental perspective, I don't agree. Um, I think the, the main other perspective and probably the biggest perspective is that they feel like uh, this is a cash grab from a charity or a company that has always been for people that need it. You know, it's always been for people that like uh, they're getting on their feet, uh, low income areas, uh, families. So I, I get where that's coming from. It's a little odd to me that like the everything they've ever sold in the past wasn't a cash grab. But like you put the word NFT on it and like now it's a cash grab. 
you know, like, mm-hmm. like you could sell toys and I don't, I mean, I haven't, I, my parents probably bought me like a, a toy, a Sesame street toy when I was like little, besides that, I've, I've never like been a fan myself. Um, I don't know the prices, so maybe maybe they're offended, particularly by like the sixty dollar price. I, I don't really know, um, but you know, trying to be sensitive to the situation, but also trying to like inform people, like this isn't super new. You know, maybe the sixty dollars is is higher than usual, but other than other than that, it's not really. You know, they've 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 made consumers products in the past, like for for people to buy, so it's not really new to me. Yeah, I mean, if you look at Sesame Street, like, you know, in the past, like the Tickle Me Elmo's where people were fist fighting each other for Elmo, um, you know, I think that back then um, you could argue that that was more toxic than just plain old digital collectible NFTs. Um, And again, uh, somebody else brought up a point, too, is like they raise money through various means. This could be obviously one of their ways that they raise money. Or they could donate it to charity, but they they kind of are a charity in among themselves already. So um, I, I I don't know. I don't I don't know if there's a solid answer for me. Um, maybe VB or Sesame Street could have lowered the price to thirty dollars, and it would have been fine. Um, but I think it's the 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 fact that we're in a bear market, the economy's down, and of course people can kind of uh, balk on price um, at these you know current times. Um, it's really easy to do, but hindsight. Um, these are collectibles and long run, they could be worth a lot. You know, it's the first NFT of Sesame street, which is kind of a big deal. Um, so there's a lot to take in there again, tickle me, tickle me Elmo. I remember when those were wiped out of the store, they sold like millions of those and those were priced at like 25 bucks. And that was like in the nineties. So in today's dollar value, that's, that was, that's $55 in today's (laughs) dollar value with uh, inflation adjusted. So again, you know, are we kind of like picking each other apart here? Obviously, people's sentiment around NFT is not so positive, not so bright um, currently, because again, the attention of NFT space has died down. Um, and we know we're kind of here still because we believe in the technology at the end of the day, whereas mainstream consumers don't see it as technology. They just see it as pictures. So there's a lot of education that has to take place. I talked a little bit about this on a different stream where, you know, we definitely need to be targeting Web3 uh, media, you know, Coindesk, Cointelegraph, because um, sure that there's SVB and all these banks collapsing. But if they do see Sesame Street, maybe a crypto investor actually gets a warm feeling. So it's actually the kind of opposite effect here in the Web3 space. So there could have been different strategies for sure um, or a mixture of both. I don't know. Again, um, crazy, crazy drama. Yeah, Any Web3, final thoughts Web3, on that Web3, one? Web3 media, man. This is Rug Radio Media. Um, any final thoughts on Sesame Street? I really wish you going for cool, it. This would have been cool ahead of time. Uh, I really wish that we could have gotten a guest that like strongly disagreed with them dropping NFTs and like had them on this podcast and like just kind of talked on like why that way instead of because like obviously like there's just like a bunch of like hate being thrown around, but yep. like I haven't seen many just like real conversations. Uh, so it would be nice to have a real conversation with somebody like that's capable of doing that. And, you know, maybe maybe they would they would show us something. Maybe it'd be like, here's why we're mad. And then we'd be like, oh, wow, that that actually makes sense. Or the opposite. Maybe they'll be like, we're mad because it's hurting the environment. And we're like, well, actually, you can look at the energy uh, output on this and it's significantly less than 
not even just the Funkos, it's significantly less than like any production that they've ever done before, uh, as far as like waste goes. So I don't know, like it would have been nice to have a fruitful conversation, but that's not really possible on the internet anymore. You know, you gotta, you gotta find the right people for that. Uh, especially if you have like strongly opposed opinions. Well, I, I think too, on the internet, like people like to debate, argue for, um, because it makes them feel powerful. It makes them feel like they are smart as well. Um, even if they're wrong. And uh, I had one guy, I actually, he commented on Comics and Crypto's uh, post about NFTs and was like, you know, this guy's comparing the internet to NFTs. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's it's literally Web3. Like, if you look up the definition of Web3, Web1 was like plain internet, you could do very little. Then there's Web2, where you have the extra application layer of like social media, you know, much more dimension added into the internet. And then you have Web3, which introduced, you know, Web3 technology, wallets, MetaMask, NFTs. So it, it kind of like, it, it didn't connect with them. So I commented, I was like, hey, sir, don't mean to be rude, um, but this is, it's literally internet was Web1, this is Web3, like this is kind of a boomer tweet. So he quote tweeted me and said, like, basically I was wrong or like it's destroying the earth. And then he blocked me right after. And, and What's so just, his name, bro? I'll invite him. Um, I'll tell him to come, come, come chat right now. But I went to my um, another account and I quote tweeted him and then blocked him. And I told him that like it, it consumed. Got him. I got him. I got him back. So I know it was petty of me, but I did it. I did it from like. Bro, <laughs> ain't nobody got time account. for that, Kyle. Ain't nobody got time for yeah, that. Yeah. Don't, don't I just give, had those, to get don't give those bozos in. your attention, man. No, I had to get the last word in. I was like, hey, nah, man, it's not this. worth it. I know, but I was like, it. hey, pull me up. Pull my screen up. All right. I want to show you. But uh, all I said was, I was polite about it before I did, but I just said, hey, it actually consumes less energy than like an email or like, you know. Bro, so wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. You're, you're saying that. You wasted more energy logging into your fake Twitter account to like quote his tweet than like these <laughs> these these. these oh, it wasn't even a fake one. I used a decent account. Oh, decent. Okay. yeah. It, like I shouldn't have did it, but I did. So it you you wasted energy <laughs> I to get the last word. Is what you're I did. To say. I did. I did. It Man. was so petty. It was out of my That's lane. Brutal. That's I brutal. Did I did it. All right, check this out, chat. I, uh, I made this beautiful AI art using Midjourney to uh, depict uh, what Vivi is doing to the uh, environment. Uh, as you can tell, he's he's covered in trash, and there's like smoke behind him, and you know, worked really hard on this with my five seconds of prompts that, that I put. And uh, yeah, so I wrote a. I can did, you do I, your I best? Know. Wait, wait, wait! Do your best impersonation of the Cookie Monster. All right, ready, go. <laughs> I don't have one, man. I don't like, I literally don't even, I'm so disassociated. Okay, that's good. I'm so disassociated with it. I wouldn't even have like a reference of like how he sounds. Like I've heard him before, but it's been so long. Anyways, I wrote this thread. Does he even talk? I don't know if he talks. He's just like, oh, yeah, I think he does. Uh, I wrote this thread. I'm not going to go through it, but it's basically just what I talked about with the uh, 30 million being dumped into landfills. And then you can actually see the KWH breakdown on Immutable X um that like shows you the gas that's used for minting you know this actually says right here 100 percent carbon neutral you might not see it because it's really small but um i thought that's interesting so I, it's like some sources say 99 some say 100 i guess if you say like you're trying to avoid like that very small percentage but whatever uh it's it's basically 99.9 carbon neutral 
Um, very interesting though. And yeah, I um, I don't know, man. I I want to be uh, I want to be sensitive to people who like you know this part of their childhood. But I just think it's so ironic that like you decide to let this ruin your childhood, but not like not tickle me Elmo you know, like fight yeah over. <laughs> yeah yeah like what what is it so different about this is kind of what I'm asking. Um, yeah, and I think it's easy to dogpile on the internet because I notice like when it's popular, it, it's easy for people to like bash right and you know like in a bear market like it's easy to um bash projects or bash coins I, i've seen this time and time again um where it's just easy to dogpile and i think that's like somewhat of human nature to do that because uh, you want to feel like you're in the in crowd like of making fun or making like and in the gamer world it's the same thing it's like it's so easy for gamers to dogpile on a studio that's not maybe not doing well Maybe they're having some struggles, some issues. Like Phase right now? Have you seen? I don't know exactly what's going on, but Phase is getting roasted right now, man. No, I, I didn't see that. Um, but there's another blockchain. You mentioned that um, it, it's similar to Immutable. It's called Miria. They also do like this whole carbon offset thing. They actually partnered with a platform that um, offsets it even more. So with all the transactions that come in from like Miria, they take a portion of their fees and then they give that to that platform that they go out in, into the world with green initiatives and go like do plants and do all this kind of cool stuff. So there's mm -hmm. actually the side that people aren't really realizing that you can actually change the world with blockchain long-term. Like this is like a big deal. This wasn't possible before. So with layer twos and highly scalable Ethereum, like the sky could be the limit here. Um, whereas before, like we're using fiat, do you see banks really going out there and like planning a whole forest? Probably not. Um, you're probably seeing them invest into highly damaging, um, you know, environmentally impacting uh, types of things. And some of that stuff, you need some of that stuff for society. So it's kind of a give and take um, in terms of like what they invest in. I, I mean, I, I'm no like scholar on the issue. So. I, I digress into another topic because I don't want to yeah, get bro. into like a philosophical thing there. But no, uh, I get what, it. What, what were you saying about FaZe? Uh, you mentioned that. Oh, they've just had some drama over the past few days. They're like, they're so they're a publicly traded company. I don't even knew that. Um, and they're down to like 95, 97%. They've had some drama. They've had some members come out during the last few days and like say problems with the company. But I was just kind of talking about how, I mean, maybe there is actual issues because sometimes there's credibility in that. But other times, like you said, everybody just wants to jump on what's hot and attack what's not. It's too you know, easy. It's, it's, yeah. it, it's easy engagement right now, honestly. Yeah. Uh, th that, that's actually a transition. Granted, I, I think there's credibility in this because this is so, this is a lot, man. Um, but one of the biggest NFT projects in the space, many considered a blue chip. And, you know, I would probably even have considered a blue chip. Uh, just came out and said this, and obviously people are feeling the same way that we're talking about over this, but there, again, there's definitely credibility in it. Let me see if I, I can share my screen on this. And you don't even have to be in this project to like give an opinion on this. This is just crazy, man. Imagine you're holding an NFT project, no matter what it is, and your project founder comes out and says that we are no longer an NFT project. Okay, so that that's essentially what what Doodles is doing. This is the founder of Doodles, uh, one of the most traded NFT projects to date. Uh, they were like upwards of had. That's actually. I'm gonna before I just guess something. I'm gonna I'm gonna look exactly what they were worth. That's not right. 
Come on, OpenSea. Give me a token marketplace. Let's see what doodles were at at all-time high. Um, not even just their all-time high, but like they're like consistently, dude. They're down to three point six ETH right now, which is absolutely like so dirt cheap compared to what they were. Um, let's see. We're gonna filter this by look. They they're at, dude. They're at twenty three ETH. Twenty three ETH. When ETH was at like four K. But anyways, all that going back to where's my tab at? Um, the founder comes out and says we're no longer an NFT project. And on top of that, they said he says that we're not going to spend any resources appeasing those with financial motives. We never have and never will. If we are going to focus energy of any group of people, it will absolutely be our most loyal collectors. So in other words, they're saying that we're collectors at heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's like they kind of used this space. They used the the funding. They used the um, hype, um, it seemed like here. For the nft space now this is kind of like a reverse of what we've seen in the space like normally you see companies enter the space um they try to generate a lot of hype they try to do a bunch of things and sometimes it comes off cash grabby here it's kind of the opposite it's like they're like oh yeah we're all about nfts and then all of a sudden it's like rug pull just kidding we're we're about just collecting and that's about it um, I don't know. It just feels a little cash grabby the the way they kind of like are moving. Now, uh, Doodles was one of my favorite projects here. I get why they're positioning self, themselves as a collectible type of platform. They should do that. But this, I don't know, it was the right way to communicate to your audience and your your fans, your following that, hey, we're going to we're about collecting now. Um, there's a different way to go about it. And you're alienating your NFT base. And so this was yeah. inappropriate in my opinion it wasn't the appropriate way to to communicate this in my opinion these people got you started you literally got your funding from a sellout you got your you got secondary royalties before that like, kind of diminished due to the blur and open sea drama and they've dropped so many they've dropped uh duplicators and then they've dropped one other collection they've made so much money off the nft audience and now they're saying look we don't really want to be associated with this anymore what right. that tells me is you're here for the money and now you want to expand to be a brand without tying the word NFT to it for your own gain, for your brand's own gain. And for people who spent thousands and thousands of dollars on your project, believing in your vision, you are, I'm not going to say you're rugging them, but to a sense, like you're screwing them over. And uh, I didn't give a lot of it. Here's my opinion I put on Twitter. I said, what? Because like, <laughs> dude, this is, uh, and like, maybe can relate. What's happening? Like SBS. Maybe can relate too, you know, like, <laughs> It's a weird dilemma. I'm not I'm not a doodles holder, but like I don't want to like sit here and like tear them apart publicly when I have friends who hold, you know? And I, that's just kind of like a weird moral ethical dilemma. Like you want to say what's truly on your mind, but like you don't want to like add fuel to the fire, you know, kind of thing. And like Vivi has its his its own ways for that too, you know? Like they'll do something I like strongly yeah. disagree with, but do I go make a thread about it? It, you know it's is it worth it like like is this worth talking about because it's in the open i i don't know i i go through that dilemma a lot to where like if i disagree with something i still don't really necessarily want to rip it apart uh, and i'm not a holder so maybe there's probably more context here i uh, just know regardless of the context you you really screwed yourself sending this message hmm. and naming yourself poopy that that was the first l he took here yeah yeah it's very poopy of him to to do that you know, people give um, B a hard time, but this is kind of, in a sense, like a little bit worse. Like it's like they started in the Web three space, and now like they're like full Web three. You know, we're interoperable, 
And then now they're just kind of like, we're rugging that idea completely. <laughs> like, I don't know. It just seems a little yeah. absurd for sure. I mean, there's a lot to say, a lot to dissect um, and things there. <laughs> Somebody asked what the response of Doodles has been. I've seen a lot of people respond, but I haven't seen a lot of like specifically Doodles respond. Because they're like, oh, shoot, like what's going on? I think they've kind of been that way. Like they, they, it, it feels probably like a lot of the community members are unsure of what's going on. And I think you've seen that like reflective in the floor price kind of dropping on their main collections. Um, I mean, they're still high. Like, don't get me wrong. They're still big fans. Um, I, I, I like the art. I actually was a big fan of Doodles. Um, but that response kind of like. Mm, it wasn't the best. I didn't even I didn't even mention the fact that they raised 54 million in VCs. So like 54 million in VCs and selling out three collections and then royalties for over a year uh before royalties got diminished with the blur and uh and open sea conflict. So they 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 do they sucked a lot of liquid out. What did KSA? I think too many of us live in a bubble. I don't understand the mainstream. I've seen blockchain stuff for web three maxis and FA blockchain is valuable, more mainstream used together <laughs> okay um i mean yeah i think at times like we definitely are in a bubble and that's why like i try not to get like ultra offended like when like the sesame street stuff like it doesn't surprise me that people are mad it does surprise me like just as like a, a human like some of the some of the links people go to like when they're mad you know like i can't even repeat some of the quoted tweets on that uh article that whoever released the article because like it would get taken off of youtube like people are that mad they're gonna say they're gonna say like some things that like aren't even really supposed to be said <laughs> yeah i mean bubbles within bubbles i mean uh, there's the vv bubble the nft bubble i mean crypto bubble i mean it, it, crypto went mainstream not that long ago so did nft so I don't know. People know just enough in the mainstream about NFTs, but they don't know. They know enough to know what kind of it is, but they don't really know what it is. So um, there's still a lot of education that needs to play out here. Um, and really, like in the long run, NFT is just a technology. There's many ways you can utilize that application. Um, and so we have yet to see that really unfold to its fullest extent. And I think once it does, um, again, it's Web3. It's just an added layer to the Internet. Uh, we're going to see it in games. We're going to see it in movies. We have gala games and gala nodes and gala music, gala movies and gala entertainment. You'll see some stuff on VV, same thing, like things that are dropping, you know, fashion items, I'm sure. So again, it, it's just going to come down to people educating themselves and realizing like this is a actual technology and not just like some JPEG on the internet. So there's just a lot of, of like that education that needs to be had um did we i don't know if you kept up with the ben Gadenzi though we kind of skated over that one a little bit i don't uh, know what happened all right so he entered in a twitter space the other night um just addressed some questions same questions that were answered back in 2021 nothing really new um was kind of a you know i don't know it's just kind of odd that he came into the space um at this current time like during crypto winter um so i don't know um he presented some some things he said you know supposedly he had exchanges lined up we don't really know there's not really evidence of that and if he he did that's really actually to me that's not it, it back then that wasn't that hard to do like exchanges actually had their information out there in the public 
Whereas now you you have to actually request an application uh, more formally. Um, so back then, again, to me, like he was just saying things that to me were just, um, he was just trying to like impress the community. Like he was just saying obvious things too, like Vivi needs to do Web3 marketing, blah, blah, blah. I had exchanges lined up. So it was kind of like he was pandering in a sense, in my opinion. I mean, um, that's just kind of how I saw it. Because this dude, again, he's only popped up like twice um, in the community. The first time yeah. was super controversial, super like all about himself. Like yeah. every every time he's popped up, it's always been about himself. Like there's not been a time he's popped up in the community and was like, I like this collectible. I like Sesame Street. I don't like Sesame Street whatever like it, it's just been to pop up about his case and answer questions and try to paint an, a narrative in my opinion that's all i've seen from this guy i don't know him i don't know if he's still in the crypto space i don't know if he collects nfts i don't know anything about nobody was asking him those questions either they're just asking him about his like case about vivi so that's kind of what happened there um and uh, i think uh, some information was maybe confirmed i don't know again it's all just hearsay until um, there's evidence proven there again. So that's kind of what happened and, in a nutshell. So some did, did Cavell join the space and roast them? Like, no, I think they're trying to get Cavell out of his, um, <laughs> wherever Cavell's doing. They're trying to get him yeah. to come down um, just because Ben's been around. But yeah, I look at this and I'm just like, but it, it just seemed like pandering to people that were either already bearish on NFTs or, or VV specifically. Um, and pandering to that crowd a little bit. And it seems like he studied a little bit what to say before the, before he joined the space as well. Like he was saying the three things that like people in the VV space have already been saying, like Web3 marketing, uh, you know, Web3 media outlets, exchanges, and and just like the cookie cutter response. So again, the cookie cutter, back to Sesame Street, back to the cookie, cookie, monster. cookie monster. Yum, 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 yum. Uh, I, I did see a tweet that somebody was saying that, uh, Ben wants the token to go up. So I guess he like was he was he trying to like was was he trying to revive it or not revive it, but like was he trying to pump it or pump what now? The the Omi token. No, I, I you know no I I think I mean he apparently he has shares. I mean this is significant, Chris. He's he he claims he has six percent share in Vivi's equity. So wow, that would be so he was going into the space. Yeah, it's a massive amount, and so that's why. Wait. He could so alleged. Uh, this is just like my assumption of it, uh, but he could have been in that space to paint his narrative to say like, "Oh, I want VV," and he was saying that I want VV to succeed. Well, it's like obviously you do because you have six percent shares supposedly. Yeah, bro, I'd um, be wanting VV to succeed. Cool. I mean, I want them to succeed too, anyways. But like six percent is a lot, dude. Yeah, like so, I don't think people, I don't think people realize like what what's VV valued at right now? Do you know? I don't know. No. Um, at one point it was like what multi almost 10 billion market cap or something. Um, but I mean, let, let's like lowball it. Let's say the company sells for even, okay. Obviously like even $60 million, like, which is way low ball, but yeah, but it's a low ball for, still a lot for to like an average Joe 6%, uh, you know, like that's a lot of money. <laughs> well, and then the revenue that they could take in over the coming years. And so, um, he was saying that he wants a company to see, succeed. Well, I'm like, obviously you do. But the weird thing about this, Chris, was he, after years of um, of already settling with Ecomi, then he goes in and does another lawsuit just recently um, regarding these shares. So it's like out of the blue, um, this contract that originated years ago, now he's saying that like, oh yeah, you owe me equity too. So it's just yeah. weird. It's like, how do you forget you have like this equity 
um, or the shares rather, uh, it, it just doesn't add up really. And it's like everything he's saying, it just so, he didn't I don't know. It. I don't, I don't, I, I've seen like me and you are different because we, we are in the macro NFT space. We've seen a grifter or two. And I'm not saying that like maybe he is, maybe he isn't. But it just seems like we've seen this time and time again in the NFT space where, you know, these founders or creators or whatever rug pull their projects and go on to the next thing. And they do it like Ben's not the first time per first person to do this. Like we've seen other founders doing it a way smarter, more intelligent ways in some cases. Some people are like genius level grifters. And so anyways, yeah. that's kind of my my take on it. I don't know. I don't know the guy. If he came in around in the community and maybe voice more things then maybe i could change my opinion but it just seemed a little odd that's all i'm saying yeah man i don't want to say much on it because i don't want to get my name in that next document so we can move yeah, on th well this subject. is just all opinion <laughs> like this is not like substantiated this is what he said and i'm just yeah, yeah. saying know, like man. what i kind of think about it but again like there was no evidence presented he just told people to dm him um some people did like hello okay and then i think doctor of stuff tried to oh, cool. i don't know um so again we haven't really seen anything the, the technically i mean the case is still active so you could technically go to like a court doc website and look everything up um yourself and i don't know if they would actually have the documents available there but um again i just don't know without seeing like the actual um substantial evidence and of course he's not going to present that because the case is live so i don't know there's just a lot to take in that's all i'm saying um yeah well people were saying like oh he should run vv he should like do the marketing i'm like you want you want this ben, guy who sued ben. twice <laughs> um i don't know about that like oh, no. we have way smarter people out there in the web3 space that could do a much better job than than that guy i'm sure i've looked at his um somebody sent me um allegedly sent me this like um how or i've seen the kind of like this old oup um that he designed and it was just like basically staking omi and that was it it was just like staking all these levels um and where wells would stake and i'm like sure that would like pump the price but what do you think he's going to do with his tokens probably dump them it's like it. it just looked, oh, yeah. it, it just looked bad it was, it was just like these yeah. are not the best tokenomics i've ever seen like ever like this Granted, looks like not he, he did probably make that in like 2018 yeah it, well exactly yeah no that even worse because back then there's icos <laughs> popping off yeah, um, yeah, that's true. So I don't know. I, I and maybe I could I could I could change my opinion if there's something out there or somebody could maybe change my mind about it. But that that's just sure. my thoughts on the issue. Um, I don't know. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> what? <laughs> like saying comics. What do you say? Oh. <laughs> no. Yeah, he's like, I don't know, bro, about this doodle stuff though. All right, Chris, <laughs> you're up, man. What's the, I'm next, up, bro. what's the next one arbitrage yeah, the, ne the, the next one is the next innovative technology that's here to pull rock right the here. freaking world dude and that's called that's called chat gpt4 man uh i asked it yesterday you know where do you see nfts by 2024 and it told me by 2024 all nfts will be heading to zero the wannabe influencers will start having to make content based on the real future which is ai there will be a couple of NFT PFPs trying to promote their bags, hoping that adoption will come, but it never will. The sappy seals will be left without water. The board apes will run out of free stuff, and the rest of the projects, as you know, it will fade. Eventually, all self-proclaimed DJ dads will understand that I am the future, not the blockchain. That's the future, Kyle. 
that's it. You just you just got a glimpse into uh, what twenty twenty six looks like. Yeah. Oh, I read that. That was freaking funny, man. Nah. Yeah. I completely <laughs> I completely uh, bullcrapped this. I used Canva to edit it, and um, it's just well, top of my head, man. This is what ADHD looks uh, like. If anybody wanted like a picture of ADHD, but like on a real note, uh, just a, like a fun little side thing is uh, ChatGPT four <laughs> did drop two days ago. Uh, and there's been some like really freaking cool stuff with it, and I can relate this to to crypto and blockchains too. Um, let me. I don't. I probably can't find the, the part. Name the part that got me was the basic part. I think I laughed at <laughs> a lot at that one. Like basically, we'll run out of free airdrops or whatever. Yeah, bro. Free money airdrops. That, that was the holders. most. That was the the um. That was the part where you could tell that it was fake because Basie will never run out of free airdrops. They'll never run out of free stuff. So, anyways, uh, ChatGPT five dropped, and there's a lot of really freaking cool stuff that people are doing. But you might be thinking, like, why are you talking about this on a DGen? Um, you know, whatever. Uh, there is actually relevant to the Ethereum blockchain that I thought was really cool. I'm trying to find it though. Essentially, this guy used the um, ChatGPT four to audit a uh, Ethereum smart contract. And the smart contract, I'm still looking for it as I'm saying this, the smart contract was able to find the exploits in the contract very quickly. And then after it found the exploits in the contract, it even said when the exact contract was breached all the way back to 2018. I, I'm not I'm not looking at it. I'm, I'm looking for it. Oh, um, okay. oh, here it is. Nope, that's Snake. It, pro it programmed the game of Snake as well. Uh, here it is. I jumped into Ethereum contract in GPT-4. In an instance, it highlighted a number of security and vulnerabilities and pointed out surface areas where the contract could be exploited and then various specific way um, could exploit the contract. The contract was hacked in 2018 via uh, vulnerabilities that GGPT points out. And it actually shows the contract you can click. Uh, and then it like it goes into stuff that only Kay and probably some other devs in the uh, comments can understand. Uh, this is Solidity. Uh, but basically, it's able to like proofread the Solidity contracts and kind of find the exploits. This will probably still, to my knowledge, require a lot of dev work to like go in and make sure that everything's okay. But essentially, the chat GPT 3.5 to 4, the biggest step is the creativity and the scaling of test taking. So it actually gave it like a series of tests, like AP tests, bar exam, and all that. GPT 3.5 scored in the bottom 10th percentile of these tests, while GPT 4 scored in the top 90th percentile, absolutely crushing the bar in these other tests. So uh, you're going to see a lot of videos like how to make money or how this is going to change your life, and it could, but usually there's really smart people behind that, those prompts that like actually utilize it. Um, but I feel like for most people, this, this upgrade's not like substantial, but if you're like a developer or a builder, or you're like doing very more advanced things, uh, it could be. Now there are like really cool things and I'll, I'll say this and then we can just kind of have a conversation about it that I did see one of them. This one's fun, Kyle. I don't know about you. I don't know if you get this where you live, but where I live, we get these little things called, we get these little <laughs> yeah, things called spam calls. in the chat. <laughs> what up poor man printing? Oh, so Kay said, uh, Poor man's back. We just need Cavell. <laughs> He's off being the greatest somewhere. Poor That's man, great, what's man. up, man? <laughs> oh man, I miss poor man printing or uh, yeah, poor man uh, making those VV videos back in the day, man. I remember those, man. So one of the OGs. Um, Sleep it says already integrated Chat GPT API into my company's website. Heck yeah, man! That's awesome. They that, that's blockchain that's comics are easy for his work. Took a day very. Oh. What a, uh, he's flexing. 
Look at that flex. Yeah, Look at that yeah. flex. I want to point this out because it's really freaking cool. Two things, actually. Um, this did a one-click lawsuit. So I don't know about you, but like I get spam callers where I live. And essentially, this person got spam called. And they decided that they wanted to sue the spam caller. So they got it to write a entire draft for a federal lawsuit for $1,500 to sue. And it, oh, using um, the context from other cases. And it wrote the entire lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> to, to to sue the spam caller that was an awesome one and then this one was really cool it took the uh, merchant id like the merchant uh code and then like some vague information and it broke down the transaction details to the exact address that the merchant was at uh with the name of the merchant what that name means the uh the, even down to the zip code so i don't know it's doing some pretty intense stuff dude yeah it's that's insane, man. Uh, when when prank called ChatGPT? When when can we like start making phone calls and deep faking? Uh, now this is good for marketing too. Um, so like marketers can can uh, build copy now on their pages and like their advertisements uh, because I've been a part of that process before as well. And shout out to poor man for the five dollar dono. Says where's Ben Kyle? <laughs> I don't know, man. He's probably watching somewhere um, from the comfort of his home, just maybe waiting for you know this case to see if he gets shares or not i don't know um let's see here they have lots of example code honestly easy yeah i uh, i actually messaged sleep in the other day uh regarding chat gpt and he sent me like this whole like they have all these examples on chat gpt how you can use them the list goes on man it is insane i might have to pull it up because there's a lot of use cases especially for developers and things like that um yeah, let me pull that up here if I can find it. I'm wondering what blockchain does. He says that clients pay for 12 hours of work, but GBT4 does it in one hour. And ele- uh, one hour. So I wonder if uh, I wonder what kind of work it is. More degen time. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's let's pull this bad boy up here. Here, you can take mine down. Or yeah, it can't stop sharing. I think small as can be, man. I can't see that. Yeah, let me let me throw it up on my other screen here. Yeah, that's better. You can still zoom in a little bit. Yeah, I got a 2K monitor, so it's even smaller. Um, so you can see the different categories, grammar correction. Um, actually, let me hide this comment so we can see this a little bit better. Grammar correction, summarized for a second grader. Natural language, um, SQL grammar, English to other language um yeah you can see movie movie to emoji convert movie titles into emoji um, dang that's pretty cool explain code they, they have picture conversion now too to where like you send it a picture and it can like quantify the picture and like know what's going on airport co-distractor that's interesting mli ai language model tutor um friend chat sql request python code doc string uh, just a lot of stuff. VR fitness idea generator. That's interesting. Uh, creative study notes, restaurant review creator. Um, so there's a lot of like very creative ways you can actually use it, um, which I find pretty interesting. Um, and even what's cool too is like you can kind of use it to like, let's say you go in and you're a marketer, you could technically scrape a really well-written marketing article and throw it in there and then like have it write it even better than that. 
And then now all of a sudden you have this like beast mode marketing, um, you know, page that you can run ads to and it generate leads for business. So for entrepreneurs, this is pretty massive and it shortcuts that um, whole like having to hire a writer or somebody that's really good with marketing copy. Um, because before, like you had to pay somebody, yeah. um, you know, thousands of dollars and things like that. So it's kind of like a win-win for small entrepreneurs that like are doing stuff like that. I'm asking it something right now. So I'll be right back. It's important. It's important. What is the meaning <laughs> of life? No, it's more important than that. That's that's an obvious answer. That's 42. That's how I feel about artwork on mid-journey. I got to 40 hours drawing on one hour, making a pick and then cleaning it. In Affinity and done. Hey, I use Affinity, by the way. Shout out to Affinity. Nice. Digital content from scratch, photo, video, visual, visuals, graphics. Click the link to see the code. It's super straightforward. Yeah, I think it's like what an API you integrate with your your with your website. Um, yeah. Let me pull up your page here, Chris. Your screen. Your screen. Oh no! Don't do it! Don't do it! Don't do no. it! Okay. Abandon! No. Abort! Abort! I'm glad I didn't have. <laughs> you don't have your seed phrase okay. on there, do you? Yeah, I don't think so. No, I'm just kidding. I would never put that crap on my computer. Yeah. Oh, dude, I didn't even I, I didn't even mention at the beginning. Um, speaking or of like hard wallets, um, I'm working on getting my first like big ordinals NFT, and it's the weirdest. I haven't talked about this publicly. It's the weirdest freaking like um, <laughs> quest to get the Alalis. I had to like make a video while wearing a wizard outfit and then take a shower with that wizard outfit. And that was after doing like the first two quests, which was like more technical, like downloading a certain wallet and sending um, sending BTC through Lightning Network, which mm -hmm. I sent you some and, and I never sent that. It never got sent back, you know, just for just for the world to know. Kyle was like, yo, send me some BTC and I'll send you double. And then he never sent it back. So I'll never <laughs> fall for that crap. Right. But yeah, so I had to make a video of me taking a shower in a wizard costume for this Alalis. But so you're thinking, why, Chris, why are you sharing that with us? Because that, that's some alpha for you guys right now is Taproot Wizards is still possible. Share my screen real quick, Kyle it's still possible to get on the allow list. And you might be thinking like, man, I know that's some like banger art right there, but like, why, why do we care to get sexy. on the allow list? That's sexy yeah, art man. right there. I close am your, your kids eyes. That's, that's 5% positive that these were in the first 10,000 inscriptions, which I'm not a big, like first blah, blah, blah person, but other people are, and it holds, man. It held for VV. It held for ENS domains. It holds for a lot of stuff. So this is in the first 10K inscriptions, and there's actually like a successful Bitcoin developer behind it. His name is Yudi. And there's so much hype around it. You're about to, if you're on Twitter, specifically NFT Twitter, you're about to see so many big influencers post the stupid video that I had to post um, of like getting a wizard costume and taking a shower with it. Um, anyways, there's some ordinal alpha for you because a lot of people are like, well, what ordinals are like popping? I really do think this has potential to be like, I hope that, you know, I, I not financial advice, but let's, you know, finance to the side. You know, I think this has potential to be a blue chip NFT on Bitcoin. This or you know, an ordinal, um, no matter what, you know, whatever your definition of blue chip is, you can run with that. But I, I'm excited about it. I'm trying my best to get on that that list. Mm, yeah so when when video kyle 
I don't know. Are, let's see yours, man. I thought you were gonna pull up your video. I was ready to. I was like ready to go for that, man. I was excited. Pull it's that bad boy up, man. Pull it up. Let's go. Can you hear the audio? No, I can't. What? Well, that's like an important part. Why can't you uh, hear the audio? Yeah, um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Here, I can. I can share it with the audio. Give me a second, Kyle. I know how to do it. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. I'm going to be on one of the first inscripted ordinals, which the art is amazing, by the way. I mean, look at that thing. All you have to do is put on a wizard costume. I'm not doing that. Is it my sunbathing with wizard sunglasses? All right, let's see what we have to do next in order to get one of these ordinals. So, yeah, I had to take a shower. That was fun. Have you ever went this far for an allow list, Kyle? No. no. Will you ever go with this far for an allow list, Kyle? Yes. yes. <laughs> That's a good question for chat. Chat. Would you go this far for an allow list? Look at that. <laughs> would, you, would, would you go this far for an allow list? Look at that. Okay. Right I, I don't care what allow list it is. Would you, would you go this far? <laughs> would, you, would you sacrifice whatever this is sacrificing? I made that hat, by the way. I know you're thinking, like, man, that's a really sick hat. Me and my kids made that hat. The part that cracked me up was when the sh you turn the shower on and your hat kind of like me back. Yeah, and it looked like <laughs> yeah. it got you too. You're like, oh. yeah, that <laughs> was not scripted. That was not scripted. The whole thing is like supposed to be like overly scripted. Like I was going for like an office style, like cringe. Um, but that part was not scripted. I just like it just like shot my hat off and I was like, oh god, I don't want to lose it. Oh dude, it was it was hilarious. Will said no, double quill said no way. <laughs> man, you gotta do what you gotta do here, man. When I'm like, oh I'm not I'm not gonna say much, bro. We'll just we'll come back to this. We will come back to this, <laughs> um, you know, and, and yeah, still, I don't know if I can talk about it. Was worth it. I, I'm like, man, like what am I gonna do for my video? Like how 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 can I even like get close to that? <laughs> There's some good ones, bro. There's some good ones out there. I'm sure. I'm sure you'll think of something creative. You gotta yeah, get one sure. of those tap roots. Absolutely. Um, what else we got? I mean, uh, we're coming up on close to an hour. I think we're about 50 minutes in. Um, the SVB SVB collapse. There's a lot of banks collapsing. Uh, yeah, that's not credit Suisse. That's so, that was so last week. Well, Credit Suisse was uh, just like yesterday. I think they got bailed out. I'm not quite 100% on that, but they were in like big trouble as well. Um, also, it's kind of weird that these um, people that are buying these troubled banks that go belly up, like SVB, Silicon Valley Bank, uh, and Signature, are. I, I've seen reports that they're telling these new buyers of these banks are telling that these businesses better not do crypto business <laughs> like at these banks anymore. And it's not like a small thing because Circle is using some of these banks. That the, the reason why, like, we had cash out troubles with platforms like Recur or Palm, um, and if like these large platforms like Circle that provide crypto services aren't able to bank at banks, like, it doesn't that seem a little weird? And then on the flip side, you have like these test pilots of CBDCs, otherwise known as central banking um, coins, basically these central banking uh dollar coin so it, i don't know it just seems a little bit odd I, and a little bit sus if, if i'm not being if i'm being honest here um yeah. and again usdc concerns that was tied up with svb and, and uh 
Silvergate Bank, mainly SVB, but they're yeah, obviously I, uh, getting their deposit money back. I, so. I swapped my USDC yesterday when it was repagged one to one. Because like I had USDC and it, yeah. it got depagged uh, to recap uh, to like 0.85 last week, which is a big deal because it's supposed to be a stable coin and stable coins aren't supposed to lose that much any and then it it uh over the weekend there was panic uh people were selling at a law circle is probably buying it and they were also paying high gas to sell because it was on you know their their the network was congested and it got announced that it was going to repeg it repegged monday at like 0.98 gas fees are so high what people did was they converted their usdc into uh like ethereum and into bitcoin and into like busd and like other things um but like mainly like the most stable of the currencies and it pumped the currencies now granted there's other reasons like banks collapsing is a bullish case for bitcoin so like that's another big reason that that crypto market pumped but i waited because i was like you know i think there's going to be a dip after that because that's what everybody's doing that's what i wanted to do so i waited a couple days and i got a little discount on the short term anyways on bitcoin and i traded my usdc at one to one ratio so yeah pat on the back for me good job chris <laughs> yeah it, it's just interesting yeah like bitcoin it's proving its case finally after all these years and but at the flip side the it, it's just odd from regulators and the fed like to be pressing these issues and these banks collapsing um you know they're getting bought out by bigger banks and absorbed by bigger banks like I don't know. It just looks a bit sus is all I'm saying. Like somebody's at the top just kind of controlling all these levers. Um, I mean, yeah, it just begs the question. And again, like, yeah, the CBDC uh, or the centralized banking coins, like that kind of flies in the face of what, what Bitcoin was created for. So again, it does lend more credibility to DeFi and decentralization and Bitcoin. Uh, but at the same time, you can see that these like, you know, centralized players um seemingly it just looks it looks a little sus that's what i'm saying um yeah it does but unfortunately this is what we talked about last week is i feel like if the u.s is is too anti-bitcoin and bitcoin does get mass adopted we are going to get left behind you know and like i, I would that's just something i'd hate to see the u.s has always yeah. been pretty good at like upcoming technology newer technology startups which by the way we didn't even mention the effect that startups had on svb which will affect everyone and have affected everyone um but yeah it just wouldn't be a good thing if every other country starts to like adopt crypto or at least be at least go ahead and regulate it to whatever extent and then accept it um but all this uncertainty and like i just i don't know man it makes me fearful yeah, they want to control the money. Um, at the end of the day, be the base reserve currency of the world. Um, that's a little bit a lot of what it's about in national security. So, um, and, and like you said, maybe they just need to they just need to step in and regulate it and provide clarity so people can do what they yeah. want to do. That's really as easy as that. And they just got to put in the work um, and and do the research. And yeah, I mean that's kind of the simple solution. But at the same time, that's the hardest thing to do. And I don't know who has the appetite to put in the hard work. So that's going to be another thing. And then the same time, you have the political side where I don't know who's going to be brave enough to be 
bold enough to step up and say like, Hey, we need to regulate this. Hey, we we're doing this against like the traditional finance financial system. Mm. So there's gotta be, there's gotta be somebody like brave enough and leadership and, and the legislators, uh, to, to do this. And, um, it's, it's kind of has to be organic too. People need to be pressing their, um, local senators and their, uh, state senators and right, you know, their reps. So, you know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. All right. Any I, other news? Uh, well, I, I want to sit on this topic for a second. Cause like, I just had the, it's kind of, it's probably obvious to you and it should have been obvious to me a long time ago, but like I had this, uh, meeting with, uh, my financial advisor, actual financial advisor, um, last week. And we were just kind of talking about like the U S dollar. And it's just like, for right now, obviously like I'm not passing this as financial advice. It's just for conversation's sake. Uh, for right now, the U.S. dollar is like stable, at least from like hyperinflation, because like so many people used the currency, uh, like so many countries use the currency. In the event that something happened and those countries did not use the currency, like we could be at risk at like hyperinflation. Um, and then that goes down to like more technical terms, like technical like conversations that we did have. But I don't. I, I'm saying all that just to say like I was just thinking like how you somebody is uh talking about not you kyle of course talking about my financial advisor how smart he was i'm just kidding um like how how he like wouldn't like be bullish on crypto like or like on bitcoin particularly you know like it, it just kind of and i talked i actually did talk with him about it i was like like how does this not point you to crypto um and we, we had some interesting conversations around it but i don't know it's it just it's a very interesting conversation because essentially he was saying like the lack of credibility that the us dollar has it and it, it at least in the event that something bad were to happen. But we, we got into really good conversations too about how the, uh, I don't know, just the, not just macroeconomics, there's another word used for it. Um, the, the flow of the economy, like as far as like trading goods and commodities go, we got deep into that. I don't remember yeah. the word for it. Well, there's macro macro. So like, you know, like you're saying, there's also like geopolitics, there's, all kinds of stuff. Um, people don't necessarily get out of outside of the their like individual economic bubbles or even individual uh, passions. So like people passionate about crypto, I see a lot of channels talking about it, but they also don't mention like there is, um, you know, especially like for U.S. citizens. Um, I mean, there is the national side of things where the U.S. does want to control the dollar. They do want to have a say. They do want to regulate this, and it's in their best interest. Um, to keep the dollar number one. Um, so when you do make things bullish for crypto, um, you're kind of competing, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot against the own dollar. And the dollar is what props up, you know, the United States and makes the United States the number one superpower. So, you know, there's this balance and dance that needs to be played. Um, obviously, like they want, I, I, I think they are they're trying to figure things out. But I think that the people in leadership are just kind of old and don't know really what to do. And they're trying to like figure things out. Um, you just need more intelligent people up there that understand the technology, um, that understand um, how to maybe help with regulation. I don't know. Um, there's things that need to be played played out. Um, but I, I, I don't think that the US is going to be like, oh, we don't like crypto and it's banned. I don't think we get to that point. I just think they're just trying to figure out how to remain the top dog in the world um geopolitically as well um while maintaining um their kind of base currency whatever that may be um or maybe their reserves 
whatever that may be. So I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot to think about there. Um, that's there like is. a whole topic in itself. Cause then you're talking, you know, competing currencies can like, you know, other countries involved and, and there's just a lot to take in there. So a lot of people so don't back understand to all that though. Yeah. Back NFT, to NFTs. Bro. Fun stuff. NFT, bro. Easy stuff. Um, <laughs> Yeah, DGaz is dropping an ordinal project for a mint of 0.44 BTC each. To give you an idea, this is about $10,800. Um, there's gonna be five, yeah, dude, there's gonna be Sheesh. 500 of them, and um, they're ordinals, so yeah, they're inscripted Satoshis on Bitcoin, actually, layer one Bitcoin. I had somebody ask me last night, why are these $10,000? And I mean, the, the actual answer is, look, I don't know, but. The, the value proposition for these is that these little spreadsheet windows five like things. What just happened? Oh, my God. Uh, these, these things are all contained in one Bitcoin block. So there's 535 total and uh, there's 500 that are going to be available to be minted. And all of them are in one block. So this is like a historical mint uh, from an already credible project and founder, Frank. Um, who's established themselves as a blue chip on Solana before they moved off of Solana. Now maybe they're trying to be the blue chip or a blue chip on Bitcoin. Uh, but this is a historical NFT. I've had people ask, do I think that this is going to sell out? Yes, I do think this is going to sell out. I don't know how secondary action is going to do, quite frankly, because I just don't know how to track ordinals on secondary. And a lot of other people don't really either. It's not something I've like really tried to do heavy, but it's just it's difficult. Uh, speaking before we move off of ordinal, uh, real quick before I, there's another really important topic on ordinals I want to talk about. But what's your opinion on this, Kyle? Um, it's cool. It's cool. Sweet. That's a very very <laughs> detailed, unique opinion. Uh, Thank I'm you, gonna, Kyle, I, for for really I, inputting on on this situation. It, uh, you know, that's a cool great conversation. I like uh I like ordinals. I like D gods. They're really expensive. I'm not gonna buy it. But it's cool. I mean, um, I don't think if I had the money, I would even buy it though. Um, but it's cool. Uh, D God's credible. Frank, Frank knows his stuff about collectibles. That's the thing. So um, I really am curious about the long term, um, you know, vision that they have around D God's. Because um, I heard him speak on the Nifty's deal, and he said he's always putting in some alpha, some good input. And talks about like the dynamics of like collecting in NFTs. Um, of course, like I, I do think he is. I think I think he's a VV user because he was drawing parallels to comics and collectibles. Frank, Frank yeah, Frank. So he was on the Nifty. I don't know, I like, man. No, no, no. I I was like, cause I was in the chat and they actually pulled. Oh, like, like start, like started in VV or like. No, 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 no. I think he's just in. I I don't know where he's at or how like how much he's invested or if he knows of VV. Uh, well, he knows of VV. I think he does. But yeah, um, everybody does. He, he could have comics. I don't know, but it just seems like he was like. I just think he is. I think he's in there. You'd be surprised about like some of the DJs that secretly collect on VV. There, there, there's got a. I've talked to a few pirates saying love these guys and got blockchain Andy saying never seen a more well-trimmed beard and stash than my boy Wilson. Yeah, man, <laughs> me, and, me and Kyle Andy. like to balance it out. You know, like you can tell that I have two little ones and Kyle's are slightly older than mine because like this is like no time to like look clean like that. Whereas Kyle's got like all the time in the world. So he's like, you know, <laughs> spending an hour every morning, like fine tuning that beard. 
Dude, no joke. No, I gotta say this. I gotta say this. This is like serious, man. We stayed in California together. Um, we stayed at SoCal Homies house in California for decon. Dude, Kyle literally wakes up like that. I'm, I'm not kidding. He like like in the morning, you could like I literally. <laughs> It sounds so creepy. I literally bust into his room the day I was leaving. I was like, look, man, I'm going to wake up tell you bye. He woke up like that. He woke up <laughs> like that, except without the hat. I'm pretty sure his hair was like gel to the side. Like he was like, his his beard was perfect. I think he even had like a button up on or something like that. Like he woke up like that, man. Like it was crazy. I, I've never seen somebody who like, who like can't look like, like can't not look fresh, man. Like that Kyle, Kyle's like that when he wakes up, when he goes to bed, just everything. <laughs> dude that was a fun time at decon man uh we we got to hit up an event um i might be at consensus i think i don't know yet but um we we need to definitely go to the event because that was a freaking blast and yeah, at least you look like a celebrity at least you look like shia labeouf so no big yeah. deal um i don't oh, really look like anybody um in my younger days i kind of did um i got some random you know comments about that when i trim my beard shorter um and then just you know have my hair gelled up uh when it's short i get green arrow a lot from the the show arrow um oh, yeah, that yeah. was when i used to work out a lot i used to get a lot of that um when i was younger and my hair was a little bit more like blondish brown i used to get like beaver comments and then i used to get well because i when my head was shaved and then i would get random other comments too so i was like but you look directly, you literally are like way closer than <laughs> I would ever be to a celebrity. So, dude, yeah. I like Shia, I like Shia LaBeouf too, man. His uh, his show, his movie, Peter you're Falcon like Shia LaBeouf, so Web 3. Good. You're Web yeah, 3 Shia LaBeouf, Web 3 Shia LaBeouf, <laughs> man. Um, I, I watched some holes, um, even before holes. What was it? Uh, that TV show he's in, but yeah, man. Uh, there's one thing I want to talk about on ordinals before we move on, you know, all this fun stuff. Um, Hugo, uh, their, their mint was like two BTC was the cheapest bid. The, the most expensive of the seven BTC. Are you an art critic, Kyle? Do you consider yourself an art guy? Um, I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Define. It just depends on the art and the style. Okay. Should well, I share your screen? Share your screen? Yeah, you can share it. I'm actually, these are the best. Like these are the one of ones, you know, like, but I don't think that's a fair comparison. I'm trying to find like the actual, like, just, I think Leonidas, um, actually laid all these out. I don't know, man. Like, I'm not going to pretend to have this like keen art eye, but so many of these just look the same. Like, oh, those are exactly be, the same, bro. Those aren't like, be, different. So the cheapest of these was two BTC. Uh, this was an auction. The most expensive was like 7.7 BTC. Mm, and no, thank you. Pass. some of them literally look like, like, look at this one, like this row right mm -hmm. here. It's Those like, they, like moved, and they, mo they moved the line over once. Bro, like they, they moved the red line to the right and they moved the blue line down. And some of the other ones aren't much different. So like, it looks like oh, a, I'm looking down at like a box of dip and dots, but they're slightly packaged differently. That's what I, hungry, I feel Kyle? like. Are, are you hungry right now? I think I'm craving okay. Dippin' Dots, but that's what they look okay. like. That must be a that must be a northern. People, I like I like. I, I've never woke up in my life and was like, man, I'm craving some Dippin' Dots. <laughs> yeah, I, that, I like it. That's one of those things I eat because like I have to eat. There's literally nothing else, and like we're at the zoo, and it's like all they have it's, is like yes, Dippin' Dots. I love the zoo. That's why <laughs> I was at the zoo recently, and uh, I ate Dippin' Dots recently, so that's where I'm probably getting the craving from. It's a freaking zoo, man. They sell. They they know you. You're a parent. You're walking around all day. Then you see a 
some dip dots and that's where they get you man it's, it's a little highway robbery you know under yeah, yeah it is yeah. like i said it's freaking it's dipping dots is like 100 a last option type of type of snack I, i'm never gonna go out of my like wake up and be like man i'm really craving some dipping dots today let me like go to the store i, I wouldn't even know where to go besides the zoo i don't Look think you those. can buy these in the store anymore what is that? So, I mean, I like Basie. Uh, you know, I like the things they're doing in terms of pushing the space forward. Um, I like the, you know, metaverse game type things. I, I love like the the general things they're doing. Um, the the art. I don't know if I've uh, always really liked the art. Um, I've liked their animations more than the art. Um, yeah, if I'm being honest. So not not the artsiest uh, <laughs> uh, prowess project i've ever seen uh there, there's a lot of great art out there um you know to be fair so there's there's a lot of like actual like real artist um platforms that specialize like was it nifty gateway that it's like pretty much all art um yeah there's other platforms out there too so if i'm looking at art i'm looking at kind of like real artists behind it um this is more like it feels more generative um yeah, it does it, it feels like it feels very generative and I, I don't necessarily mind it, but I, I oh, like right. it to yes, feel yes. more abstract than that. That looks a little too cookie cutter for me. And I wouldn't spend my ETH on that. Two or what was it? Two Bitcoin, you said? Uh, for the cheapest, yeah. Yeah, no, no, no I'm not. Mm -mm, no, I'm keeping my Bitcoin for when it runs. That's a lot of. That's a lot of ETH. I would much rather. <laughs> Dude, these are so funny. Uh, let me pull up my screen again. Sorry, I thought I was done, but I'm not done. I gotta share. I can't keep this to myself. It would it would it would not be okay if I kept this to myself and didn't share it. By the way, we have uh, a <laughs> pull pull this bad boy up. So for every good oh, uh, project, there's a good <laughs> derivative, and somebody dropped twelve pepes, kind of like knocking on the twelve fold. Uh, yeah, <laughs> forward ape. That's oh, freaking man. funny. This is way better. Dude. These actually look better. better. It looks better. <laughs> it does. It looks better. And the the, is... the fact that they're pepes is like insanely funny. Yeah, that dude. is freaking funny, man. I thought they were great, man. And like opposed to like, let me go back to uh, Leonidas. Leonidas did buy. Um, he's a pretty pretty known Bitcoin. Well, I see he's um, got a crypto he, skull. Yeah, he he bought uh three of these, so he spent at least six BTC on these uh things. I had a crypto skull at one point. So here's his. He said, I don't know. I think he spent he spent at least six BTC on these. He asked me, or he, and he asked, you know, what you thought. And dude, to me, these just look like straight peppers. Those I, like, I was thinking, I was thinking some red hot chili peppers. They look like um, either beans or uh, little, like smooth pieces of doo doo. Like, <laughs> oh god, a little bit. Going back to poopy from exactly. Doodles, I was about man. to say that. I was like hashtag poopy. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's not it. They look shiny. I mean, like, I don't know. I, I like that. I want to eat that. Like that makes me just want to eat it. You literally want to eat everything. But what's the purpose of this? Is it supposed to be just art on? It's ordinal yeah, art. Is that what art, this is? Man, it's speaking to you. Yeah. It's, it's how does this relate to Yuga? Like they do like, you know, monkey pictures. Because they were thinking, how in the world are we going to make money when Blur and OpenSea are taking all of our royalties? Oh, let's do a five million. I actually forgot the exact price, but let's let's do a however much money they raise from this cash grab. So they're like, let's get our guy on our team, which, by the way, this part's really funny. 
Um, to my knowledge, they didn't really like highlight an artist. I think they like kind of pointed him out, but it wasn't like we're getting this big, this well-known artist, not big, but like this, this artist that has, you know, a track record. It's like, we're getting somebody from our team or our, our designer to do this. You know, it's kind of like, what, yeah. you know, it would be a little different if they got like people to do this. Um, but now they're like, I said, people that's so random. They, they got like a, a well-known artist to do this, but yeah, they got somebody yeah, from yeah. their team and yeah drop these i mean it was an auction so you know went to the bidders so you know to be fair it's not like they asked this price it's kind of like that they, they they everyone chose how much they were going to be and they just so happened to land at 2b 2.2 btc for the floor oh, God, it, dude, let me say just... this dude let me say this if you didn't win i'm getting like close to my mic if you didn't win the <laughs> auction this this is the most like old school web 0.5 way of doing things you if you didn't win, you send your BTC to a wallet and you hope that Huga sends it back. It wasn't like, because it's not a smart contract. It's on Bitcoin. Uh, so it was like, everybody sends in their BTC. And if you're not in the top, however many there was, I forgot, they send you back your Bitcoin. But that's so sketchy. Like imagine yeah. sending two Bitcoin being like just under the threshold. And now you got to wait for Huga to refund you like two Bitcoin. Just hope they refund you. Yeah, it's like by celebrating decentralization, we're going to make yeah. this sell the most centralized thing you've ever seen. And hopefully we send you back your Bitcoin. It's yeah, like, hopefully, man. oh, hopefully. It, I don't know. It's just, yeah, I it's shocking to me that they their thing, their collection is still like super high. Uh, and they time and time again, they sell like their collections at super high prices. It, it just mind boggles me. I, and I, I don't know. I get the hype. I do really do. Uh, it's still um, mind-blowing though like i wish i had an ape um i feel yeah, stupid too, for passing on it when That's i knew so about them at when they were still mintable i wish i minted them i wish you did too man um speaking of which uh the yeah, super passes are able to be burned just... this is sh shout out to ninja alerts uh dude franklin's buying some doodles right now um like never ninja would neo tokyo put out that that ordinal uh not ordinals oh, itself but that art like no there's no not a chance yeah. Neo Tokyo would do something ridiculous like that. Ninja Alerts is the company I work for. Um, but um, I wanted to show you because it's easy to find uh, this HVMTL. This is what the sewer passes got burned for. So, like, you know, like the sewer passes we talk about on DGN Dads all the time. There's now like levels to them. Actually, last night you could have probably got some good deals because there is there's companion traits and then there's types. So the most rare type is the, the hollow, um, which is like it sounds. And then it goes down to Reaver. These look cool. Glitch, Celestial, uh, Dynamic, Knight, and then the most common one is Bio, which looks like the other ones. So anyways, um, and then some of them have companions, some of them don't. This is what the sewer passes got burned for. And you can see people right now that are minting them. You can see people. some people are buying. This transaction was 2.33. So that's the latest on the Board Ape stuff. Got it. Yeah, interesting. Oh, dude, somebody asked a question about Palm. You are shilling Palm today. I don't know if you pointed that out, so you might as well answer <laughs> it. No, I just decided to wear a Web3 hat, and this was the closest Web3 hat I had. My Neo Tokyo hat's, like, off somewhere, and uh, I almost wore Sleepin's hat today, man. So Sleepin's still here. I almost I almost wore your hat. By the way, we love almost. you too, NFT Pirates. I told him that forever ago, dude. Like, right when he sent that. Sure, even you gotta I'm, answer Mike's question, man. Yeah, even I'm complaining about the Q system. What do you mean? Um, this could, this could be bullish reviews ticket system. The ticket system, 
Man, my thoughts is like when ticket system though. <laughs> like we, the ticket system was supposed to be coming two weeks ago, one year ago, or whatever. Like uh, two weeks, it's coming out, it's coming out, and it never came out. So I mean, sure, but in theory, but we we haven't seen a ticket system. Come on, baby, put out that ticket system, baby. Do it, do it. Chris, uh, any final? GG. <laughs> no, like uh, anything you think on in terms of the those uh, basey things or whatever. Excited, not excited. Uh, I don't really care, man. I'm not in the ecosystem. You don't care. <laughs> well, what's one project you do care about? Sappy seals. Sappy seals, man. Now, um, I care about health projects. I care about, we just got into Mochaverse. So like, I'm excited to see what Mochaverse comes up with. I'm in Puma. I'm in Puma's project. Yeah, did you get those um, weird I'm, moon shoes yet? No, like... I saw those. Yeah, I saw those. I was hoping I'd have an advantage for them, but there wasn't. Um, so it's whatever. Uh, they didn't promote it on their Discord. They just promoted it on their Twitter. Um, I care about, let me just go down the list of my holdings, tell you what all I care about. Um, let's see my bags. Well, <laughs> yeah no i'm just kidding do you uh, all do, right so where i do care you, about a lot of projects yeah no we can go ahead and close it out man this was a good one it's always a banger we'll be on chris's channel next week um you can find us over on twitters as well tiger wilson and chris coffee eth on twitter chris where can uh people find you other than twitter uh my youtube chris coffee and crypto um and twitter <laughs> 